Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. I'm your host, Bill Krieger, and today is our fifth and final installment in our series on women who are working in STEM. And if you remember, STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. My guest today is Stephanie Watson, who is the recipient of the Technology All-Star Award from the Women of Color Conference. So, Stephanie, if you'll introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started. So, I'm Stephanie Watson. I have been with Consumers Energy for 10 years. I am currently the gas policy engineer and the gas safety management system program implementation lead. I have a background in civil engineering. I received my undergrad from Lawrence Technological University in Michigan and then went down to Alabama to the University of Alabama at Birmingham for graduate school to get my um, doctorate in civil engineering. Well, actually, that's quite a journey all in and of itself. I have family that lives in Alabama, by the way. Um, they're Auburn fans, so we won't get into that discussion. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know how that could be. Yeah, roll tide so, right there. Exactly, exactly. So what attracted you to um, engineering and to being in a, in a STEM field? What, what in your background drew you to that? I always loved math and did really well in math. My eighth grade math teacher signed me up for a National Science Foundation summer program where I stayed on Michigan State's campus for six weeks and we did advanced math and science study courses. Um, we built a rocket at the end of that summer and building that rocket really just, it hooked me. I loved every bit of designing it and building it. It was our own individual designs, no teamwork. We all individually had to do the trajectory calculations and determine you know, what size nose cone and tubes and all of the parts that we needed. So it was really exciting. And then from there, I just continued to be drawn to the different engineering concepts. So I've got to ask, though, did you actually get to launch the rocket? We did. And I will tell you that my rocket, it went in the air. Um, It was another life lesson for me is that you won't always be the best at things. And that was the moment I realized that. My rocket did not do the best, but it did fly. So it went up about 65 feet. And then, um, but we had kids in our group who were able to get rockets up as high as two and 300 feet. And I was like, oh. So it opened up the opportunity to continue to refine my skills. Well, that's good. Have you built any rockets since? You know, I haven't, but I did build a steel bridge as my senior design project. So I feel like that, that makes everything okay for undergrad. That, that's pretty impressive. So, you know, what was it like for you going into a STEM field as a young woman of color? And how do you feel that maybe your journey might have been different from others' journeys? You know, I think we talk about this a lot, that the STEM field and engineering tend to be male-dominated work environments. So how did that impact you as you were going through your your training and your career? So I would say I was very fortunate. Um, my dad's an engineer, mechanical engineer by degree. So I always had an example. Um, his sister, also a mechanical engineer, my aunt. So I had those examples growing up. Um, and then also I had some really strong educational role models who saw something in me and continued to hone those skills. I think we don't give enough kudos and credit to our educators that see something in kids like me and other children and spend extra time refining those skills and nominating them for those summer programs and things like that. 
So I think the one item, you know, in my background that I always feel like I was fortunate is because of my teachers and my counselors that took so much time with me. Um, and then having, you know, my parents around who always knew that whatever I was trying to do, I could do better. So continuing to push me to do better. Um, we really didn't spend a lot of time focusing in on the differences. You know, yes, I'm a woman of color and going into an engineering field, but I ended up going into my undergraduate studies as one of four women in our civil engineering program. And it didn't matter then because we all just decided day one that we were going to do every, you know, we were going to defy any stereotypes that everyone had for us. And we all graduated successfully. We had very successful um, senior design projects. We participated in organizations and leadership roles, and we just, we supported each other. And I think it's really important that we take that time to find your village and, you know, support your village and have your village supporting you. Um, so maybe if I sum it up, my key difference is that, yes, I'm a woman of color, but I didn't let that define me. I didn't let that be my difference maker. My difference maker was that I'm going to get it done. I'm going to achieve what I want to achieve. That's amazing. And, you know, you bring up a good point is that, uh, you know, yes, you are a woman of color, but you're an engineer and um, you're a person and you have you have other interests. So I, you know, I think that you have to look at differences because we bring those to the table, but also we can't necessarily define ourselves by this. So what a great point. You said a couple of things in there, too, that you had teachers who believed in you and you had role models. Did you have a lot of different mentors along the way or maybe even any one mentor that you'd like to mention now that, that really helped you along? So I've actually had a lot of mentors and my and that is another piece of my journey that's different. I never had the official, when we think of mentoring now, you know, that official mentor-mentee relationship where you have appointments and time scheduled or contracts. There were just a lot of people who took the time to ask about certain aspects of either my life so we could build the bonds or my educational journey. Um, so it's hard to just mention one person because there were, it, there were so many people. My high school guidance counselor spent a lot of time with me, but even one of my schoolmates, Nicole, we challenged each other in high school with our, um, our CAD drafting abilities. And then even with our plans for acceptance into college and then taking time to challenge each other on how much support we could get to achieve our goals in college because of, you know, what our dreams were. Tuition's not cheap. So how many different scholarships can we, can we get and kind of making that competition, but the, the support system and the mentors, they came in so many different shapes and sizes, some the same age as me. There's so much you can learn from, you know, different generations, even as I've gone on and, you know, taught Bible school and other things with children, the th the lessons that the children teach me and the things that they remind me of. Um, in some ways, I always look at that too, as just these little tiny mentors reminding you to remember the joy in the journey because everything is fun to them. And then those who have been through um, the fire. So in graduate school, we had our program director, Dr. Lewis Dale. He was um one of the first African-American men to get an advanced degree from the University of Alabama system. And he, he instilled in us a lot. So if I had to mention one person by name, it would be him. 
um, the things he prepared us for in life that maybe we weren't always paying attention to as far as every interaction is an opportunity. Make sure you show up ready to deliver your best. I think that would probably be my my biggest memory of him. Well, and I, you know, you mentioned children too, and that that's interesting in and of itself because to me that's almost like a reverse mentorship program, right? I I have children, but they're they're grown now. But I look back on the things that they've taught me throughout my life, where I thought I was the one teaching. So. I find that very interesting. Also, you talked about finding your village and um, having those other uh, women around when you were in school. And do you stay? So, do you stay in touch with them now? I do. One of my closest friends, Amy, is um, we stay in contact. We met each other during registration of um, undergrad, and we've stayed friends over the multiple decades. I won't say how many, but multiple decades since that day. And uh, even, you know, distance and time, but we still are very close and plan our trips together and things like that. So that's one of my closest friends that really came out of that, looking for women, you know, other women in the same situation that I was in and just helping each other. So that's awesome. So we're getting close to wrapping up the podcast. Just one other question, really. And that is, you know, there are probably other women out there who are young women who are looking to get into a STEM field. And um, also maybe not even thinking about it right now. So what advice would you give to them? So there's there's kind of two pieces. I would say one piece of advice would be don't let the math scare you. I feel like math has this stigma. And a lot of times from my interactions with younger children and, you know, through tutoring and other events, there's some moment, defining moment in their educational career where we miss a step and we move on without them, and then they start developing this hate for math. So I think there's a lot of opportunities for us to work, help people become more comfortable with math. So don't let the math scare you if you think that STEM is something that you're really interested in. And second, though, is don't think about STEM within the box. There are so many opportunities and so many different paths you can take with what we call or what we believe to be like STEM education or STEM scientists. So don't, don't think of the traditional. I mean, I have a degree in civil engineering and I've used that degree and those skills um, in a lot of my roles at consumers, but it's also providing that foundation for me to grow and develop other skills that are just as important, but my STEM skills become that foundation. So don't let the math scare you and then don't believe that you're limited to just what we believe traditional STEM roles should be because it's it's a great foundation for so many roles in life. Well, and, and that's great advice because I think a lot of people do let the math scare them when you hear people talk about uh, getting into a STEM field or uh, when they're going through school. I remember with my children, uh, math was, was scary to them, uh, except for my youngest daughter who uh, is one of those people who, who looks at math and it just makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't have to work at it. And the interesting thing about that was that she did not go into a STEM field. She actually went to school uh, for cosmetology because that's really her passion. And what she found was that those math skills actually translated into the things that she does in cosmetology of all things. You know, math doesn't have to necessarily mean engineering, right? It can mean a lot of things. It could mean so many things. It could mean, you know, not that I want to, 
take away any future talent from our industry, but it could culinary school. That's all fractions and ratios and, you know, the balance between all of the ingredients. There's so many opportunities in that STEM field. I love what you said about not limiting yourself. If you're afraid of it or you think you're not good at it, there's ways to uh, confront that and to get better at it and, uh, and overcome. So thanks again, Stephanie, for sharing your story with us. And congratulations once again for your Technology All-Star Award from the Women of Color Conference. And thank you to the audience for joining us on this fifth and final installment of our interviews with women in the STEM field. Be sure and tune in next week when I talk with Tricia Eddy about Consumers Energy's Not Acceptable campaign.